be magnified, be thou worshipped, and be thou praised. Lord, as we go into this session of your word, prayer, ministration, and the communion, Lord, give somebody here a life-changing encounter. We give you all the glory. Be exalted in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. I welcome you in the name of Jesus to this healing and deliverance service and also the 14th day of our fasting and praying program. Hallelujah. Let's turn in our Bible to the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 12. And we are reading verse 21 all through to verse 23. I read Ezekiel chapter number 12. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you have about the land of Israel, which say, the days are prolonged and every vision fails? Tell them, therefore, thus hear the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest, and they shall no longer or no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know what proverb has been going on in your life. I don't know what proverb people have been telling because of the situation that you are passing through. You know, in my place, being a Yoruba man, and I'm sure in many other tribes also, at least I know of Igbo tribes too, they speak a lot of proverbs. All right? By the time you are not doing well, they have proverb for you. If you miss your appointments, they have proverb for you. If you wake up in the night and you didn't wake up well, they have proverb for you. It's like Israelites also know how to use proverb very well. For anybody whose visions are failed, is there, that's what the Bible says. Anybody whose visions, whose life vision has been delayed, 
There's always a proverb for them. If you are not married on time, there's a proverb for you. If you don't have job, they have proverb for you. If you marry before you leave your husband's house, there's a proverb for it. Everything gets proverb. But God said this year, every proverb that has ever been used concerning your life, He said He is laying them to rest. You didn't hear what I said. I said God says He is laying those proverbs to rest. He said He shall no longer be used concerning your life any longer. Amen. Amen. Uh, the reason it has is being used is because what they expect to see in your life, they have not seen it. They are saying that the thing that we said will happen is being prolonged. Some of them have even given up on you on the fact that it will never happen again, it's too late. But they are not your creator. Come, I said they are not your creator. They were not there when God was forming you in your mother's womb. They were not there when God selected you that particular year. One, two, three, ten. Okay, the ten of you go to Nigeria. Go to so 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 village. Alright? And they distributed all of you into the wombs of the women. You know that's what happens. There's no child that comes into the world that God is not aware. He told Jeremiah, he said, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee. And I've ordained you. You have not been born, but I've already appointed you unto greatness. So before anybody comes into the womb, they existed somewhere. Oh my God. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I have a plan for you. A plan to give you a hope and a future. There is an obligation on your life. There is an appointment for greatness on your life. Nothing in time, nothing in this life can stop it. Because you were selected. It's time for you. One, two, ten, hundred. Go. One, two, ten, one hundred thousand. Go. He knew them before they came. So you are not a stranger to God. I say you are not what? You are not a stranger to God. That is why you shouldn't be a stranger now. Because, do you know what? He wants that me. People that God knew before they were born, after they were born, they turned away from God. How are you going to make it? Hello, is anybody hearing me? How are you going to succeed? So God says, whatever proverb that has ever been used against your life concerning your destiny, this year they shall be laid to rest. I said they shall be laid to rest. Hallelujah. How will God lay them to rest? 
God will disappoint the expectations of your enemies. Yeah. By making those things to happen that they thought will never happen again in your life. Oh my God. The Bible said the time is at hand. The year has come for the fulfillment of what? Of visions. The year has come for the fulfillment of visions. So that which they have given up concerning your life. She didn't go to school, she can't amount to anything. What book did you read? Who, who is his father? Which village did you come out from? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? He said, come and see. God will make a come and see out of your life this year. Amen. I said, God will make a come and see out of your life this year. Your season of flourishing beyond measure. And there is nothing the devil can do about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to me, therefore, this morning. God wants to lay the proverb of failure to rest in your life. Amen. Amen. God wants to lay the proverb of failure. To rest in somebody's life. So I am speaking on the subject. Flourishing by vision. Part 3. Flourishing by what? By vision. God said the season of the fulfillment of visions has come. This is your time to prosper in all that you do. Listen to me. Look up at me. I said... In year 2021, there are two kinds of vision that you need to have. One, vision for your own personal life. Your mental picture of your future. What do you see in your mind's eye that you will become this year? It's very important that you have that vision. By the 31st of December, what do you see yourself becoming? What is going to be the outcome of your life? That's one. That's the first type of vision, and you need to have it. That's why I told you to write your expectations down. Listen to me from tomorrow. For the remaining seven days of this fasting and prayer program, the expectations that you wrote on 31st of December, bring it. All right? Every day, till next Sunday. We have several more days to go. In 21 days, fasting and prayer. God said, come and present those things before me for the next seven days. And I'll cause it to flourish. I'll cause it to blossom. And bloom like the rod of Aaron. Hello? Please don't forget, from tomorrow, those expectations bring them. So the first one that you need to have is your personal vision. The second one is a prophetic vision. Which is what? Flourishing beyond measure. That is our prophetic vision for this year. What God has said He will do in our lives, He will cause us to flourish beyond measure. Blessed beyond measure. Promoted beyond measure. Lifted beyond measure, prospered 
beyond measure. Breakthroughs beyond measure. Liftings beyond measure. Good health beyond measure. Somebody shout beyond measure. Beyond measure. That is what God wants you to have this year. Flourishing beyond measure. All right. But listen to me. If any of those visions must come to pass, you need to avoid, you need to know how to avoid vision failure. Remember, the reason those people in Israel were proverbs and bywords, hear this, was because their vision failed. Vision failure was the reason why those people in Israel were what? Were proverbs and bywords. So this morning, I want to very quickly teach you how to avoid vision failure. How to have vision fulfillment. Hello? The best way to fulfill your vision is to first of all avoid what? Vision failure. Anything that will cause your vision to fail, avoid it. So number one, very quickly, and I will need a, a fast Bible opener because we're going to be reading quite a bit of scriptures. Number one, thing to avoid that might cripple your vision is wrong company, wrong association. Negative association can frustrate your vision. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 13, verse 20, He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall be destroyed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and verse 33, the Bible says that evil company corrupts good manners. I said yesterday that you'll be the same in five years, but for two things. One, the books you read and the people you meet. Association will affect your mindset. Negative association will affect your choices. Negative company will affect your lifestyle. Hallelujah. Who you work with will, will determine what you can see. Before I became a Christian, I realized that I began to smoke primarily because certain people around me smoke. My middle circle of influence, my friends. Well, my dad also was a smoker. Because he was a seaman. He was a captain of merchant vessels that goes on, on the high seas. So he smokes a lot because of maybe the weather. So I also grew up smoking. My junior brother grew up smoking. Listen to me. But as I speak to you, my dad stopped before he died. Of course, I stopped a long time before all of them. 
Uh, do you know what I think that was smoking all fast? Nobody in my family now smokes. Among my father's children. Not one. What I'm trying to tell you in the fact is that listen to me. It is association. Alright? You start to pick up certain habits. Things that you are not used to saying. Things that you are not used to doing. You began to do them. Hallelujah. So be careful who you relate with this year. Don't let nobody slow you down. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody slow you down. And be careful you share God's revelation in your life or your vision with. Because if you share your vision with negative people, you will attract hatred, you will attract harm, you will attract envy. I realize that not everybody is happy when you tell them that God has promised something good is going to happen in your life. Not everybody rejoices when you share the testimony of your breakthroughs. Actually, I realize that sometimes when you tell somebody about something before that can happen, it ends up not happening. Because some of those people have bad minds. Their minds are evil. The moment you tell them something you want to do, you are not going that will never get done. It will spoil somehow. Their, their minds have a way. They are so hard they are swallowing up people's vision. Swallowing up people's expectations. They have great mind, the mind of a tomb. That the moment you say it, they swallow it up. And they kill that expectation. They kill that revelation. They kill that vision. In the name of Jesus, whatever vision has been swallowed in your life, I command it to vomit it up and vomit it out now. Yeah. Hallelujah. If the people you are working with don't see far, you will never go far. They will affect you with their short-sightedness. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. There are certain people, like I said, your vision and your dream just simply disappears in their presence. Alright? They can't see far. So they will keep on telling you, take it easy. Take it easy. This thing that you are saying is too big for you. Has anybody in your family ever done it? Move away quickly, very quickly from touch people. They will cut you to their size. Hello, is anybody with you? Yes, they what? They will infect you with, 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 with themselves. Association is very powerful. Something happened. Maybe some of you might have experienced it. We kept some garlic in our fridge. Alright? And uh, of course, when you turn the fridge and there's your water bags, your water inside the fridge. The first time I experienced it, I took it your water sachet and I, and I drank it. And I was passing garlic in there. Your experience. And I put your water. I opened the fridge, I saw the garlic. I looked at the nylon. But the nylon is not broken, it's sealed. How did the garlic enter the body? How? But it is sealed. The nylon is sealed. The water is inside. Yet the garlic entered, penetrated the sealed nylon, and affected the water. And 
change the taste. Can you see the power of association? And the reason is because they were together in one place. One day I, I bought your water from somewhere and I drank it. I, I, I began to smell something like bait. Not on the nylon. Because I smelled the nylon. There was no bait smell on it. But it, there was bait smell inside the water. So I went to the place where the body was. I realized that they kept the pure water bags near paint buckets. There's somebody in that house that paint that he paint. But the man of his seals, yeah, he paints enter inside the water. So never you say that somebody cannot influence you. And they say, Oh, they can influence you, I tell you. They can influence you. So, who you don't want to influence negatively? If you see negative trends in their lives, what do you do? Move away. Because of your vision. If you, are, if you are not seeing what you are seeing, if you are not appreciating what you appreciate, then you will depreciate if you continue with that relationship. Number two, the second enemy of vision. Or that causes vision failure is discouragement from delay. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 and 3. Discouragement from delay. Every vision is for an appointed time. And that vision will speak at the end. The Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 that the vision is what? Yes. Write down the vision and make it plain upon tablets so that they that read that it may run. For the vision is for an appointed time. It will speak. It will not be. It will not be. It will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will short. It will certainly come. So listen to me. Vision is for an appointed time. Everything that God has promised to do will happen at a particular time. In your life. That is why you need to be persistent and you need to have perseverance. Hallelujah. I realize that people easily give up when they are waited and nothing seems to be happening. They forget the fact that God walks behind the scenes. So many of many people cannot wait for their appointed time. The Bible says, in his time, God makes all things beautiful. Ecclesiastes. Chapter, that's chapter 1 verse 11. I mean chapter 3 verse 11. He makes all things beautiful. When it is his time. Hallelujah. So there is a time frame between the release of vision and the realization of the vision. If it is God that has spoken to you, then it is worth waiting for. 
Hello? If God tells you, for instance, this microphone is your own, I'm not telling you to give it. And you are giving it. You have to wait. Number one, it is God that will determine what kind of harvest it will bring. Number two, it is God that will determine when it will flourish. So you have got to wait. You see, God is not a candle candle God. Have you ever played candle candle before? Have you played candle candle before? Some of you guys of this age, you don't know what candle candle is. It's a machine. It's a machine that you drop coin inside and you pull it. It will roll some, some things will now come out, some numbers or some um, pictures on the there's light inside. Alright? So if, if the number like 7777, ah, that jackpot, 7777, jackpot, all the money in that place will come down. Alright? So you put money, you pull. You put money, you pull the lever. When you pull the lever, the machine will roll. If you are lucky and you get a particular number, some money will come out. Sometimes, most of the time, no money comes down. In that country. Meanwhile, you, you will see, the way they do it is like so glass. You will see plenty coin inside. They'll keep on giving you more to keep on putting money inside. Because you want to jack up all those money. Inside. I don't know why. Those machines are no longer available now. I don't know. Maybe they face them up. Hallelujah. But that's not how God operates. You invest your time, you invest prayer, you invest in God, then you need to wait. The Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, they shall not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Listen to me. You need to know the three kinds of waiting in God. Number one, you need to know how to wait on God in fasting and prayer to hear instructions. Hallelujah. Number two, you need to know how to wait for God. Waiting on God is number one. In fasting and prayer, in study of the word, you are waiting on him. You want to hear instruction. Alright? Number two, you are waiting for God. He has given you a promise and you are waiting for him. He has given you a vision. You are waiting what? For him. Number three ways. Hallelujah. Is waiting in God. Hallelujah. It's working in God. That is to say, I'm talking about times that when all your all your hope is gone. And yet nothing has happened. Still you wait. When you don't know what to do anymore. Hello? You know, when you are waiting for God, there is what you are waiting for. When you are waiting in God, you are waiting and yet nothing has happened. Something happened and if God doesn't intervene now, that has to be finished. So you are waiting in God. That's why what I'm saying that when it's in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You are in God. In Him we live, in Him we walk, and in Him we have our being. You are in God. 
Let him do with me whatever he wants to do with me. I am waiting in God. He alone can help me now. I am waiting in God. If he doesn't help me this year, I can't be helped because I don't have what it takes. Hallelujah. Is anybody with me this morning? So it's very important, all right, that you let go of what? Of discouragement. That's why many people give up on their visions because they get discouraged. Hallelujah. Job said in Job 14, 14, all the, all, all the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change comes. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Number three reason why visions fail is unrighteousness and ungodliness. Unrighteousness and ungodliness. Proverbs 14, 34. The Bible says righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Judges, chapter number 16, and verse 20 and 21. Talking, the Bible, they are talking about, about Samson. After he went into Delilah, and Delilah, Delilahized his head. Hallelujah. Removed his head. The Bible says, Delilah said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before, as at other times, and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Hallelujah. Unrighteousness and ungodliness will rob you of vision fulfillment. Any vision from God can never coexist with transgression. If you choose the way of vision, you cannot choose the way of transgression. But if you choose transgression, you have also excused your life from fulfillment of vision. Hallelujah. Listen to me. If you don't kill sin in your life, sin might kill your vision. Praise the name of Jesus. The strength of your consecration will determine the strength of your vision. If you lose consecration, you lose vision, you lose passion. Hallelujah. Number four, very quickly. Number four, the fourth reason for vision failure. You better get this reason. Your life will not be a proverb and a byword this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number four is the snare of imitation and competition. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12. Yes. We do not dare to what? To classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. They measure themselves with themselves. And they compare themselves with themselves. They are not wise. Hallelujah. 
So those that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Never you compare yourself with anybody. You are on a different timeline with God. Hello? I say you are on, on what? On a different timeline with God. My mates are married now. Why am I still here? My mates have built houses. Why is God keeping me in poverty? My mates are riding cars. And do you know what? Never allow anybody to put you under pressure to do what you shouldn't do. Are you there with me? I realize that some parents put their children under pressure. Some children put their parents under pressure. Some parents put their children under pressure. Wives, certain wives, put their husbands under pressure. Eh? And some wives, and some husbands, put their what? wives under pressure. Unnecessary pressures. In the process, when the pressure mounts, the people begin to do things that they have no business doing. Because they want to measure up. You are, you are not in a right race with anybody. The race you are running is a race of grace. Hello, are you with me? The race you are running is what? It's a race of grace. And you are not running with nobody else but God. He is the one that is taking you at his pace. Hello, are you with me? <laughs> Never allow anybody to put you under pressure. So go and marry one man, you have no business marrying. Why are you not marrying marry yet? So they'll begin to pressure you. Your sisters will begin to pressure you, marry them, so that all of us can rest. I see that marriage is an accomplishment. Marriage is not an accomplishment. Are you aware? Marriage is not an accomplishment. It is a responsibility. It is what? It is a responsibility. Because they are married, so I'll succeed. That's a lie. There are many married or married people that are succeeding. They are making huge amount of money. So you don't have a job, you don't have a house, and you want to marry. Marry for what? You are a lady, you are looking for a guy that takes care of you. When you marry him, you yourself, you don't have a job. You have nothing that you are doing, and you want to marry. That's not what you need for. You need to, you need to shut up your own life first. You need to be standing on your own two feet first, even as a woman. Or else, if you are not, by the time you marry, you will become more of a problem to that man than a solution. You ask money for parts, the man will frown. He won't come out to take out the whole set of hands. You are under pressure to marry. It is not an accomplishment. 
That's not your accomplishment. Do you know the reason why you are married? You are married so that somebody will help you to realize your God to be blessing. You are married so that God will give you somebody that will help you fulfill your purpose. So the vision that you do not have, by the time you marry, somebody too that doesn't have any vision. Both of you, the blind man, leaving another blind, a blind husband, leaving a blind wife, all of them will end up where? In the gutter. Inside the gutter. Hello, are you there with me? Don't stop this operating. Do you know that it's better for you to be walking with your leg than to put yourself on that pressure and go and buy one, one car. Now, you go, I'm a biker. I'm a, you go and buy one car, you drive for two days, the car will drive you for five days. It's, it can be more dignifying, you know, to, to just be walking with your leg. People will understand. That for you to become a mockery. You won't end up in mockery. Yeah. The reason why many people are going into Yahoo, going into all kinds of form one nine is because they don't want to wait for God. Hallelujah. They don't want to wait for God. They want hot money. In India now, they, they, they arrest us some of them. In Malaysia, they arrested some very recently. Eh? Nigerian guys that are drug kingpins. Why you want the money? Quick, quick. If it is not coming, quick, quick. All right? If they say, go and bring your mother's head, you are ready to go and do so. I'm telling you real life things. Guys that have gone to decapitate their mother. Because they want to be rich. Only for the, only for the money not to come. And they are living a, a life of perpetual regrets. Now. Guys that cut off their tongue, cut off their leg, cut off their, one part of their body because they promise that money will come. Why are you putting yourself under unnecessary pressure? Why don't you follow God? Follow God. Competition will bring complication to your life. Never struggle to make to, to impress anybody in your life. Hello? That's the reason for vision failure. Many people have ended their life abruptly because they lived in other people's timeline. Number what? Number five is procrastination. Procrastination. That is failing to take action when you are meant to take action. Hallelujah. When you fail to take action, I'm telling you, your vision can never work. Visions die where the visionaire doesn't do anything about the vision. 
Second Samuel chapter 20. Verse 4 to 6. What are you ready to do about your vision? I know many people that they like to postpone to tomorrow what they are supposed to do today. Do you have it? Read it for me. Yes. Summon them to come within three days. Yes. When he went to summon Judah, he took longer than necessary. David said to Abishai, Yes. Victory. He will do us more harm. Yes. Yes. He will find a fortified city. Thank you. When you are taking long, I read a scripture to all some time ago huh? that Ephraim was a foolish son because he stayed long in the place of giving birth of children. He remained in the womb even though the passage of life was open. He refused to come out. He refused to take action. Hallelujah. He will not come out. He was enjoying the comfort of where he was. Hallelujah. Vision is for runners. That they may run. That read it. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. So if you are not ready to run, then forget vision. When we say flourishing, flourishing is not a gentle word. It's not a word for lazy people. It's a word for those that are ready to walk. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. It doesn't matter how late you came into God. What matters is how aggressive you are in progressing in life. It doesn't matter how late you came. Hallelujah. And I realize that God hates inaction. That's why the Bible, Jesus told the Bible of a man that went to hire people. The Bible came to the marketplace and saw people just lying there, fellow, doing nothing. So he hired them. And he came at the eleventh hour and saw one man, he hired him also and paid all of them the same thing. What are you ready to, to do in order to flourish this year? What are you ready to do? What actions are you ready to take? Hello, is anybody with me? What actions are you ready to take? What steps are you ready to take? You are waiting for people to be doing things for you this year. You might not go anywhere. Take action. Some of you know me in this church. I, I don't like waiting for somebody to do something for me, even at home. Alright? If I'm asking my children to do things for me, I don't need because I want to train them to be responsible. Ask them. We have a washing machine at home by the grace of God. Yes. It is very clear that I want my clothes somewhere and told my children to go and wash it. Or go and pass them inside washing machine. I want to sell I want to sell my clothes on myself. They are not always going to be there. They came one day 
They are going to leave me one. They know that of dying or anything. They are going to go to their own and find their own family. If a person is depending on them, when they leave me, you know, very soon, one of them will go to university. Very soon, that one also will follow. Living a life of always depending on people, waiting for people to do something for you. Uh, you know some people they can cross their legs and send them money message. <laughs> <laughs> something is in their phone, they will call somebody from home. Come and pick this to go to the phone. They write you in their phone. Some people, even though they are dead, they want you to help them put the food in their mouth. I'm telling you, the lesson. They want to have them put the food in their mouth. They will bring the food on there and even cook it. The food is in their mouth, and yet the problem is to even carry the food in our house. That's what the Bible says of a lazy hunter. A man that goes to hunt. The Bible says he's too lazy to even try to get and eat. He cannot cook it and eat. Stop procrastinating. Never leave to tomorrow what you can do today. Start now. The best time to start is when? It's now. Now. What do you want to do to flourish this year? Start. Hello? And realize that anything that is flourishing, that is succeeding, it took time to build it. Do you know the year Nokia was established as a company? It is something. Yes, go and find out. Does a mango tree give you mango fruit the day you plant the seed? Not even in one month, not even in one year, not even, not even in ten years. Mango tree will make it by ten years to give you fruit. Huh? Go, go, go. You will wait. But do you know what? The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. Because if you want to eat cocoa, uh, chocolate, and you want to produce it by yourself, the next best time to plant a tree that will produce it. It's now because it might take like 20 years. That's why Nigeria is where we are today. Do you know why? Inaction, procrastination. So when one government comes, they will tell you one big thing, vision 2020. How many of you have heard that vision 2020? How many? Some how many years ago? 20, 2020. It's not the 2020. I mean that when 2020 comes, Nigeria will go to 2020 as possible. This is 2021. Now, you guys see more money. Life, no day. What I'm Jobs for you, Sam. Where is the job? Where are the jobs? Inactions. Procrastination. So, when one government comes, the government will start blaming the other government that left. But what they didn't do? Meanwhile, they are not doing anything. 
vision 2020-2020, zero by 2020. Zero. No security, no. Tell me what is working in Nigeria. Can somebody tell me anything is working in Nigeria? Yeah. Human being. Human being. Okay. When, when there is light, there is hope. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So very important. Stop procrastinating and start doing something about your vision. Number six is wrong timing. You want to start something. But it's not the time to start it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the Bible says, chapter 3 verse 1, that there is time for everything under the heaven. Though it is important to act quickly, it's also important to know that it is time. Hello, is anybody with me? Look up at me. How many of you know? How many of you know? Let's uh, try I don't know Alright, okay, good. You know that many years ago when I was in secondary school, that was as early as 1987, I left secondary school by 87. That's when I did my life. So Alright? Now, yeah, there was a, an issue called Chicken George Restaurant. They started as far back at that time. The very first one I knew was at Adikuni bus stop in Florida. After country land, when you come out of country land, coming to Florida, before March, police station. Very easy freedom. But today, they fizzled out. It was a good innovation. But it was wrong timing. They came at the time that Nigerians and Negotians were not ready to be going out to such places. And do you know what they said in such places? Chicken, chips, all those kind of things. Well, at that time, some of us were still locally minded. We like to go to the To start our church there in Dunamis Gospel Center when I was not going with them. Hear this. Take this one out. They told us. Why? It wasn't time. It couldn't be sustained. It was a good vision that was well executed but had the wrong. So it's good to be quick. 
But you also need to understand that this is the perfect time of what God will want to do in your life. You will never miss your time in anymore. Amen. I say you will not miss your time in anymore. Amen. The last one, number seven, is the wrong approach. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You, you, you know the right thing to do. Only that the approach is wrong. Yes, it's in let me take it. The spoil of food, where is it? The level of a fool, we are here, every one of them. Because they do not know how to enter into the city. That's I'm reading really one verse. I'm reading really, really another verse. That's in James. It's good to know your Bible. Amen. Amen. The level of a fool, we are yet every one of them because they do not know how to get into the city, to enter into the city. You know the city, but only they don't know how to enter. You have a vision. But vision without the know how to end up in frustration. You have a vision. It's good to have a vision. But you also know you need to understand the know-how of how the, the best approach. Divine agenda is connected to divine procedure. You cannot fight the battle of the Lord with the armor of Saul. Hallelujah. Every vision has its procedure. Hello, are you there with me? You want to be an excellent student, like I used to tell my son. You want to be a scientist? You can't operate like an student. An student can sleep now. Wake up. Carry the that is she has a hand tomorrow. Carry the and begin to read it. And be able to write something. Tutor, that's ask student for you. But if I assign students, whatever you have not understood, eh? this is scientist here. Whatever you have not understood, you will never understand. Because everything has what? Procedure. Hello? Take the one of the two subjects that we are highest students the most. Physics and chemistry. Hallelujah. Okay, for that man. It can crack their brain. So what do you do? As a science student, you don't have time to be watching TV like an art student. You don't have time to be pressing for like an art student. You don't have time to be wasting time joking about like an art student. You will need to read two times or three times. The way an art student will read is the most succeed. It's not because it is too hard. 
It is because that is the procedure. You know how you raise, you know, practicing scientists. Practicing scientists. You have to see them outside. You have to see them outside. You know why? They are always either in the laboratory of one place or the other, experimenting one thing or the other, trying out one thing or the other. Even engineers that, that put this thing together, they don't have a normal life. You can't see them dressed in their photo, but then they will go and then and they will take us to the beach. Where is the time? Where is the time? Listen. If you cannot live the life, don't choose that part of you. I, I, I know I will tell myself. It's not my fault that you go to science. It's not my fault. If you cannot choose, bend down and pay the price and give you what it takes, leave it. Do the subject that you can manage. Hello? It's not the first time to read that is the issue. It is God giving destiny. Your God giving destiny is the most important thing. Then your desire, your passion. Hallelujah. Is anybody with me this morning? You need to change your approach. If you want something to work, change the approach. If it's not working the way you ought to work, change the approach. This church, we are changing the approach this year. 